Back up, please. Welcome to the 15th episode of IndyCast. I have my co-host Aditya Mahathri with me. He's in India. Hello. And and we have a guest after a long, long time, Shalin Modi. Shalin, introduce yourself, please. Yes, uh, my name is Shalin Modi, and I work for a contractor for the space uh, space station space shuttle programs at the NASA Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas. So, what what, what is it that you exactly do, and what's what's the humming behind? <laughs> Is, is there, are you guys getting a humming? Yeah, it's fun though, I mean... Yeah. It's <laughs> no, I mean, not the humming, the laughter, I mean. The laughter, the laughter. Oh, uh, just, just some family members. Are they laughing at your career? No, no. Are they laughing at your career? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've, been, I've been doing pretty, I've been doing all right. Great. Okay. So, so... Uh, yeah, what, so what I do What contractor for the, uh, do, do you work for? Right. The contractor I work for, uh, it's a co-owned by the big, a uh, couple of big um, uh, aerospace companies, Boeing and Lockheed. The company itself is called United Space Alliance. They are, I think, I think they actually have the majority of positions that you see in the big control room for the space shuttle space station operations. You know, on, on like, if you see or see NASA TV. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm not ex expecting you guys to get it in India, but mm. if, uh, there's an SFTV channel in the U.S. that's available, and uh, when there's a space shuttle or a space station mission that's going on, um, the NASA TV channel will often have uh, a, you know, a shot of what's going on in the control room. And most of those, I think most of those positions are, are filled by uh, members of my company. So, so, so it's basically where uh, Ed Harris in the movie Apollo 13 was, and he was right. He was it's the same same idea. Same oh, idea. that's nice. Ah, okay. So then you must. Uh, how many hours do you work? As in, 24 hours would be too few for you in a day's time to get wow. these. Right. right. Yeah? No, I mean, it, it it comes and goes. Uh, you know, gotcha. some days are some days some weeks are a little slower, but <coughs> once it starts getting to uh, closer to a flight, a spatial flight, then the hours really start to pick up. Um, I remember, mm. I think, I think I spent four all-nighters uh, last year um, in preparation for the for the most recent spatial flight, STS-114. Uh, oh, so it's like year, years of uh, hard work in that it's, one launch. Typically, yeah, it's typically, I believe it's upwards of two years previous to a shuttle flight, two years of um, mm -hmm. planning and work and training, um, all together it takes about two years, and then you, you don't you don't have a lot of time up there, so you got to make sure you get it right. Is it is it that as exciting as they show it on in the Hollywood movies, like it's like 10 seconds to go and the entire blood pressure of, average blood pressure of the room would be 160? It, it, it is. It, it is. is. Uh, it is absolutely electric. I mean, oh, it right. Is, 
it is really a very exciting thing to be, to be involved in that, especially during the flight, uh, on launch, during the flight, during some operations, and uh, uh, and on return. Can you can you describe us as in what what actually happens in in the control room if if it's not very confidential, as in like like, like which which moment are you, like, were you talking about? Like, 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 let's say there. Let's say ten down. seconds. Ten seconds to go, and what is it that you <laughs> wait for? <laughs> well, well, if you, it depends on if you're on on the console position. If you're on the console position, then you're probably just completely staring and processing every single bit of information about your systems. Uh -huh. And there are a variety of systems. You know, for for launch, um, you'd have the ascent folks that understand and the propulsion folks that understand the propulsion. Mm -hmm. And uh, also um, the folks that are also maintaining the guidance and navigation of the of the space shuttle. So I, I think those 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 folks especially are uh, are really on the gun um, and uh, really make, trying to make sure that their systems are good, and that the flight's going to be safe, and mm -hmm. they're communicating the information back and forth to whoever needs to know. Especially the flight director, like Ed Harris, played in the Falcon team. Gene Kranz. Gene Kranz and also Christopher Kraft are probably the uh, the big, the big uh, granddaddies of uh, flight, uh, space right. flight operations. Right. Yeah, they're very, very highly regarded. Uh, along with, mm -hmm. I think, uh, a lot of the flight directors, many, uh, all, all the flight directors are, are really very, very impressive people. Mm. So, uh -huh. so, so what's happening with the recent, um, you know, the space mission being cancelled? The, you guys were going to go on an mm -hmm. asteroid, and that it got cancelled. What what is that about? Yeah, I, I think. Um, I mean, I, I'm not in control of the budget, right? So, <laughs> but uh, as far as I know, I hope um, not. I, I think it, was a, it seems like it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I think it was a, probably a budget issue. Uh, you know, there's a lot of money and energy that are spent uh, being spent right now creating. And planning for the the, the next uh, space vehicle for for NASA, which is the Crew Exploration Vehicle or CEV. Uh, of course, we have zillions and zillions of acronyms, so this is another one, CEV. Um, so I think some of the monies m uh, may have gotten reallocated, um, and you know, there's there's all these budgetary issues and science uh, priorities that that are discussed. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm sure there's going to be lots of debate as to what, uh, why this ultimately happened, but it, I guess it has happened. I, I don't know. You know, uh, all you can do is just work with, work with the best with what you got. Uh, sometimes, sometimes things are, don't don't go in your favor. Well, uh, uh, I've read this somewhere in in the news in one of the blogs. It says uh, a few scientists are upset about uh, the president's vision for launching humanity off this planet and onto its lunar neighbor, that is, in, on the moon. How true is that, and where are we in that regard? I mean, do we see men going on Mars and the Moon, and probably a human permanently or something? I, I think there's many people that that want to see people on the Moon and Mars permanently. Um, in fact, there's a, there's an entire professional society uh, I think that's that's dedicated to promote that, uh, uh -huh. called the National Space Society. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of these professional societies out there. This is one of them, the National Space Society. Uh, I think there's also a, uh, the American Astronautical Society, which is does similar, uh, kind of tertiary-related uh, um, work. 
Uh, but as far as the scientists go, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's there's mm-hmm. going to be very learned people that have opinions on both sides. Right, I'm right. not sure. Uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, it would be wrong for me to put words in their mouth. Right. All right, all right. So do you have weekends or what? Do you work all the time? Oh, yeah, 24 hours a day, every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It's not that crazy, um, mm. but yeah, it, it, weekends are weekends are off. Uh, there are some there are some cases where you know you have the deadlines <laughs> and of course you, you need to work them at any any hours, uh, so uh, you have to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and especially during a during a flight, um, you know it, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It, it's like uh, at some points you know you forget which day of the week it is and you only care about what flight day number it is. Uh-huh. So is it, are you in the first or second or third day of the flight? Uh, that's pretty much the only thing that matters. And you know, you go through the weekends and you work through the weekends uh, at that time. Uh, a lot of the flight controllers do. Um, and if, uh, like, I'm on the analysis side, kind of supporting the flight controllers, uh, mm-hmm. they need something done, then we're called in um, to to support them. But I, I think you had a question re- before regarding space tourism. Yes, right? space tourism. Yep. So uh, that's been going on for some years now. Um, there's a there's a company called Space Adventures. Um, mm-hmm. Space One, right? Spaceship One is the no. X Prize, the Ansari X Prize winning vehicle. That uh, it basically won the, the Ansari X Prize. Uh, that was built by uh, built and designed. The lead for that design was Burt Rutan of Scaled Composites. In uh, Mojave, California, right, and uh, yeah, they they were the they were the first they're probably the first ones to design and build their own private spaceship, uh, mm-hmm. as far as I know, um, and and you know they're taking that design and their that know-how, along with uh, I guess Virgin Galactic's uh, you know Richard Branson's money, and uh-huh. set up set up the Virgin Galactic. Uh, which will be a space tourism company <coughs> short, uh, I think, I don't know how long, maybe five, ten minute um, zero gravity uh, suborbital flights. They'll kind of go up, kind of get over the hump of getting into space for a few minutes and then come back down. Have you been in zero gravity at all? Or? No, no, I haven't. There, there are some tests um, that you can do uh, if you. You know, you go up in an aircraft <laughs> and you go, you uh, what's, a free fall, right? Flight. And they, then they have a right, free exactly, fall. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, technically we call these parabolas. You go high at a high steep angle and then you dive at a steep angle and right. you have about 30 seconds of free flight. And now this is being privately done by a company called Zero G. Right. And, I think uh, that'd so be now, really cool. Yeah, it's it, it'd be a really cool experience. I was thinking about getting a getting a flight uh, myself. How much does it cost? Any idea? I think uh, the cost is about five thousand to eight thousand dollars. That, that's through the Zero G company. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure there's information on their website. So five thousand uh, for a thirty-second dive, man. No, no, no. Five thousand for like a, a ninety-minute uh, flight. Um, oh, okay. Of which uh, I'm not sure how much of that is spent in zero g, but um, you know you have many you know, several minutes, uh, more than several minutes in zero g. That's cool, man. 
any do you have any aspirations of becoming an astronaut or you want to be a technical guy or you know, I mean, well, a lot of astronauts are really technical. Um, yeah. Some of the astronauts are, I mean, a lot of the astronauts are, um, I, I would, in my opinion, some of the most impressive people that uh, want to go in, into space that you can find. Um, but for me personally, I, you know, I never honestly had a strong desire to go into space, although, I mean, uh, I'm also into photography, and oh. I, don't, I, I don't mind some adventure, and I know it's a hell of a view up there, <laughs> so so I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind going up. Come on, man! Right. You gotta go. You 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 have to get up there, so that I can sell right. this interview on eBay for about two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You know what? Actually, there has been. Uh, I think technically it's been considered a podcast from space. Uh, in the last flight, STS one fourteen, uh-huh. they uh, one of the fellows, Steve astronaut Steve Robinson. Okay. Um, had done a, a short commentary, kind of a podcast, and sent it from space to to the ground, and it was available uh, the last few days of the flight. I think it may still be available on the NASA webpage. Okay. So. This is set. The first one's already done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's the next? You know, what what is getting people excited at NASA now? Um. I, I apart, apart, apart from apart from President Bush, I don't think anyone is right. excited about him. Right. Well, you know, you, in, you can in, just like the scientists, you're going to get different differing opinions. I mean, it's, a lot of people are really happy that that we have a uh, a vision of, uh, of you know whatever people describe it as um, in order you know a vision for space exploration. That's what the term has been called. Right. Uh-huh. And of course, we have an acronym for that, so it's VSE. <laughs> and uh, so you, you know you have uh, um, a lot of people excited about that. I think a lot of people are just excited about the new things that are coming up because you know we've been we've been flying the shuttle for uh, a couple more than a couple decades now, and um, you know I, I think uh, people have been pretty impressed uh, with the with that system. Uh, at the same time, they, they a lot of people. Uh, Engineers and scientists and others would like to see major advancements uh, as far as technology mm-hmm. used in space exploration, as well as just more space exploration, more planetary science. You know, going to the moon, going to Mars, and and finding out more about them. You know, it takes a, uh, I think an exploration kind of a mindset, just as uh, some of the explorers. On Earth, you know, some hundreds of years ago, and or thousands of years ago, had uh, you know they set sail for unfamiliar waters and just mm-hmm. went out to sell what they found. And a lot of times, they brought back some really valuable things and established trade routes, and you know, it kept on growing from there. It's uh, right. it's, it's hard. It's doable. There's mm-hmm. many that do it well. Well, yeah, right. And now that uh, Bush was in India, I mean, he's back in uh, back in the U.S. now. What are your opinions, if you have, and if you can share with us about this NPT? Because you had replied to our previous episode. As yeah, well. yeah. There was a, there was a, I think on National Park Radio there was some interview done, which I thought was pretty insightful for me, having not really studied much of, and didn't really know much about NPT. Mm-hmm. It was, pre- it was pretty interesting, I thought. Um, well, I, I mean, as far as uh, the space industry goes, actually the MPT, if, if I remember correctly, the MPT was 
one of the things that's kind of standing in the way of, of the U.S. and India exchanging some technical information and scientific uh, engineering information right. for, you know, the aerospace industry trading, um, you know, expertise in the aerospace uh, fields. Um, I think, you know, Air, Airbus and Boeing are already planning on having training centers in India. Uh, the, I think you guys, one of the first, uh, one of the first two, I think, uh, episodes, podcast episodes, you guys were talking about the airline industry. Right. You know, I mean, the, overall, the aerospace industry, I think, is, is probably going to benefit from this because the lines of communication will be opened and the expertise will be exchanged. So uh, I, I think I think it may it may affect the catalyst, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, as far as you know, the reasons behind the MPT, I mean, who, who knows? Like I, I don't know. I mean, right. you know, I wasn't I wasn't there, <laughs> you know, talking. You know, I, I think I think I heard I think I read as soon as Bush got off the plane, then the negotiations had started with some of his people, All right. and you know, uh, who knows what was discussed in the 10, 12 hours. <laughs> hmm. That is good. That is good talking good. about talking to you about whatever NASA is doing and all. And um, keep the comments coming, guys. We want to know what you like, what you don't. And um, hey, how did you hear about us? You know, I, I was. I, I think recently I've become a podcast junkie, and uh, I've been I've been starting to look around for it's interesting podcast. And I think I saw your. Um, podcast on the new and notable and, ah. uh, listing on the iTunes direct uh, iTunes podcast directly. Right, mm. that's and, that was the first week and, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, this is interesting, and so I started listening. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And this uh, you know, twenty something, thirty something kind of uh, kind of group would be interested in this, and those who are really pen trying to pay attention to what's going on in India. Uh, right. What kind of things are changing, and how do people feel about it, really? Um, so I, yeah, that's that's uh, that's how I found out. I, I'm glad I did. That's mm. good, man. Yep. Right, yeah, that's about so it. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And thanks, no thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Same to you, Charlie. Yep, that was good.